the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my turn. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. We might have a little fun along the way. It's the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. A program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to be with you today. We've got a very special show for you today, and we'll get right into it. It's, of course, it's always great to be with you every week. I look forward to these times we have a chance to, to get together and talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation, and, of course, on our program. We do that from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, and country, and honors our founding documents, the Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, and our system of justice based on equal justice for all and protecting the rights of the accused. We're pleased to be celebrating um, an outstanding occasion throughout, uh, uh, specifically in the Apopka area, but I think it's relevant to all of Central Florida on the program today. It's the 50th anniversary of the Apopka Little League. The reason I want to share this with you and also to help celebrate it in a big way, is that as we know, in, it's rare in life that experiences are so positive and so impactful that they endure for decades, years, or even decades, and in this case, is, uh, case generations. The Popco Little League is one stu- such rare institution, and I'm sure there are many other towns across America where the same situation is true, but, in a, but also the Popco Little League experience has a lot of unique qualities as well, uh, from phenomenal accomplishments beginning back in 1968, the very first year, and we're, that's what we'll be dedicating our program to today. It's a celebration of an organization where kids can play in a competitive environment, have fun, learn great lessons for the future, and where it's all possible due to the support of adults in the community giving back and helping the young kids and the young people in the community. Before we get started, of course, I want to let you know that our program is presented, especially this special series, is presented by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. You know Florida Door Solutions is the Florida's best garage door company from hearing about them often on our show and on our radio stations. But you may not know that Bill Cook and the Cook family are heavily involved in Little League, popular league. Bill coached for many years in addition to being a financial contributor and supporter. And in addition to that, Many of his former players actually went to work at Florida Door Solutions, and over the years, a lot of former Apopka Little Leaguers have worked at Florida Door Solutions. We salute Bill Cook, Robin Cook, the Cook family, for their support of all aspects of our community, but especially for Apopka Little League. In our first segment, we're pleased to be joined by Tom Dorman, who was instrumental in helping the early days of Apopka Little League back in the late 60s and early 70s. And right now, we're pleased to be joined. In a moment, we'll be joined by Scott Garland, current vice president of Apopka Little League and coach of the Red Sox. 
and also Scott's been instrumental in, in getting the Challenger division started, and he'll share a little bit about that with us. Also, at ten, uh, a little bit later in our program, we expect to hear from Rodney Brewer, of course, uh, former quarterback for the Florida Gators, All-American first baseman, baseball player for the Florida Gators, and, of course, Major League Baseball player, first baseman, former with the St. Louis Cardinals. In fact, he's the only a popular little leaguer to make Major League Baseball. So we're going to talk to a guy that went from a popular little league to the big leagues on our program today. But now let's go to Scott Garland. Hey, Scott, uh, thank you for joining us today, and thank you for all the great work that you and your other colleagues do to help support kids in the Apopka community. Well, thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. Now, Scott, why don't you first of all just tell us a little bit about your your you know your beginning of the season celebration. Of course, this is something that goes on every year, and it goes on at little leagues across the country. But as part of your regular season kickoff, you're also going to honor two special groups. One, the or maybe three special groups. One, um, the original 1968 little leaguers, which I'm proud to say I was one of those. Also, others recognize others that have played, anybody who's been a part of the Little League over the 50 years. And then also specifically the 2001 United States champion, a popular Little League group as well. But just tell us a little bit about what you've got planned. Yeah, so uh, the, the opening ceremony is an opportunity to get all the kids out there uh, one time, get all the parents to take some pictures and, and um, you know, get them to, to be able to call, be called in as a team, uh, show off their colors, show off their new team. Get them excited about uh, you know the start of the season, and um, you know it's, it's usually a lot of fun, a lot of, a lot of smiles going on, and, and just a lot of fun to be a part of. This year we get to do something special, uh, like you said, and we're, we're going to honor the the very first group, the 1968 group out there. We're going to get you guys out there. We're going to, you know, obviously we're going to thank you guys and and talk a little bit about uh, you know getting getting the league started and, and where it's gone from there. Uh, you know, we want to welcome, you know, others as well. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be just the 1968 group. It can be, you know, people that have been uh, a board member, a president, uh, you know, coaches, managers, players, uh, just to get, get everybody out there, you know, get them uh, recognized for, for being part of the 50 years that, that a popular little league has been together. And, uh, you know, and then, of course, the 2001 team who, uh, you know, just came a little bit short from winning that national championship, but we're still as proud. As yeah, well, they, they won the national championship. They, they they didn't win the world championship, but uh, but yeah, they right. were USA we champions. The, right, we won the U.S. championship. Which uh, I'm sorry, you're absolutely right. It's the world championship. Uh, we came up just a little bit short with that, but like I said, we're still very proud of them, and it's uh, definitely something to be celebrated, and uh, something that will always be a huge part of the the not just the first 50 years, but the hopefully the second 50 years as well. You know, and that's one of the reasons that I want to really make a big deal out of this is that when you look at the achievements and the accomplishments of a popular little league just as an uh, individual institution, it's absolutely phenomenal, uh, the achievements that it's had. Um, Central, including a United States championship, including uh, hundreds if not thousands of of men who are now grown men that had incredibly positive experiences in their lives, um, but also helped to build a outstanding high school baseball team at Apopka High School, which I'll talk about later. And that was one of the original um, motivations for for bringing Little League to Apopka in the first place. But now, Scott, I, I know how dedicated you are, and you can speak very eloquently to the role that Little League plays in general. You know, in the life of a community and in the life of, of, of a youngster, of a kid. And, and can you, can you address that? Because it's, it's, it's one of those great places where everybody's welcome. 
where everybody gets an opportunity and um you know it's 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 a phenom- it's a wonderful forum where youngsters have an, have the opportunity and the, and the ability to to play baseball in a competitive environment and to, and to do that um you know j- just um in an atmosphere that that's uplifting and fun right yeah that, like you said that's it's an environment where we can get you know not just boys we get girls out there we've got softball we allow some girls into baseball as well uh get them out there everybody gets an opportunity to play everybody gets a fair shot um first and foremost we we want them to be safe uh, and then after that we want them to have fun uh, of course winning's part of it everybody that ever steps into a competitive uh atmosphere wants to win that's you know just the way people are made these days um but we do it in the, in the right way. We do it by allowing the kid that's never played before. We give him the same opportunity that, of the kid that's played for five or six seasons. Uh, they're all able to get out there and enjoy the game that we love. They're all caught the exact same way. They're caught the you know the, the right way to go about doing it. Um, you know, it's, it's like I said uh, before uh, on your other show. It, it, it's it's a case of where it's not just about baseball either. It's about life as well. You learn how to fail. Uh, and, and how to bounce back from that failure? Because as, as you know, baseball is a game of failure. You fail more than you succeed sometimes. Um, but it, you know, we teach them how to bounce back from that. How to how to react when you do lose. Uh, you know, there's there's kids out there. Well, winning too. You know, when you win, we're uh, you know we teach you the right way to win. We don't shove it in people's faces. We don't taunt them. We don't we don't talk down to them because you could be on the other side of that very next game. Uh, and and then as well. Uh, is that in a lot of cases we are some of these kids, you know, dad figures, uh, the team moms or the moms in the group, or, or sometimes their mom figures. Uh, we're their family for quite a bit of the uh, quite a bit of the year, especially if you play spring and fall baseball. Uh, but but spring alone, we're we're with you every day for the most part for you know four months of the year. <clears throat> so we get to know know the kids as much or more than than. Well, I don't want to say as much or more than parents, but we, we know them very well, you know, and, and we get to, to really have an impact on the way these kids are brought up and, and the values that, that they are starting to learn and, and uh, follow with them the rest of their lives. And that's a great point, and that's one thing that, that I want to emphasize as well. And once again, I want to thank you for the dedication that you uh, put in, the hard work, the many hours, and a lot of times it's thankless. A lot of times there's a downside that goes with it too, but – you know, the end result is you're helping youngsters really develop in a positive way and to really prepare them to lead a better life as a teenager and, and as an adult. And that's one thing that I think about is I, I, I shudder to think about what my life would have been like if I had never been introduced to Popka Little League. And, and I, the one point that I want to make there is that you know, um, baseball is the kind of game you're not going to have a neighborhood. You know, most kids aren't going to be able to, to get a lot of baseball playing in their neighborhood. You know, most neighborhoods don't have 18 kids, <laughs> you know, equipment, gear, backstop, you know, all that kind of thing. I mean, you know, people, some people might wax uh, nostalgically about kids hanging out at the playground and playing baseball and all that. Well, you know, you really need, you, you need quite a bit of structure to have legitimate baseball and and what but my point is that what you're doing is you're providing an opportunity for youngsters to have a phenomenal experience a, a life enhancing and a life altering experience in a positive way uh, that they would just flat out would not have had if it had not been for a popular little league i might have never even played baseball at a competitive level and so i think that's one thing i want to point out too is just the the, the, the what you're accomplishing and, and the impact that you're having and and the thing is um a lot of kids <laughs> 
tens of thousands across the country would be missing out on wonderful experiences if you and your colleagues and the people like Tom Dorman back in the day and my coach, Mr. Usler and, and, and Jug Anderson and all these people hadn't have stepped up, taken on that, that difficult, at times difficult responsibility. Um, many kids, um, people's lives would, would not be had the quality that, that they have had. And I, and I thank you for it. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that, and, and uh, that's that's the biggest reason why I'm out there. I, I love giving uh, back to you know kids. I love to to uh, share the knowledge that was given to me as a player. Um, but you're absolutely right. It, it takes people, you know, like uh, like Doug Anderson to to get something started. Uh, it, it makes me think about all the all the managers and coaches we have that that have stepped up and. Uh, you know, have have been willing to give you know some of their time each week to come out and teach these kids a game of baseball, teach them about life, teach them about winning and losing, and so forth. Uh, we, we wouldn't have a league if it wasn't for all the great people in this community. We appreciate what you do, Scott. Thank you for you know helping get, you know, get me involved, and I'm looking forward to uh, following you as you coach the Red Sox over the course of the season. And, get, and just let me know if I can be of service to you. In a great. Way. I really appreciate it. Scott Garland, Vice President of Apopka Little League, also coach of the Red Sox, and we look forward to having Scott back on sometime soon and talking about the Red Sox. We're going to go to our first break on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you. On a great day throughout Central Florida. I have a special program for you. We're celebrating 50 years of an outstanding organization, 50th anniversary of the Apopka Little League. Proud to let you know and thankful to let you know that I was one of those original 1968 Apopka Little Leaguers. It was a phenomenally formative experience in my life. I'm learning now as we have the celebration and the reunion that that's the case for many, many, many others uh, who now grown men in our community. And uh, very pleased to share with you this great celebration and also especially recognize the adults from the years going back to 67 and 68 to now that are helping make these wonderful opportunities possible for young people in our community. One of those is Tom Dorman. We'll go to Tom in just a moment, perhaps better known as uh, former county commissioner Tom Dorman for eight years, where he was instrumental, as you've heard on our program and as many of you already know, to bringing the magic to Orlando back in the day to helping get the first arena built, which made bringing the magic possible and has really a, played a very significant role in the history of sports in Central Florida. And in Florida, also he played a huge role in the popular Little League getting started, and we'll talk to him about that. But um, I also want to let you know we've got some great people that support Apocalypse Little League in our community, and I want to share with you some of those. Of course, today's program is presented by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions, who are huge supporters of Apopka Little League as well as numerous other community organizations in the community. But uh, right now I want to let you know about Uptown Barbers. Uptown Barbers was established in 2008 right here in this great community of Apopka, Florida, USA. Uptown Barbers quickly became the the neighborhood barbershop by priding themselves with great service, friendly environment, and family-oriented establishment. Their barbers are trained and licensed. They've been voted best in Apopka for several years running now. Thanks to their great customers. Uptown Barbers, located 1144 Rock Springs Road, Apopka. Uptown Barbers says, gives a big shout out to Apopka Little League. And want to let you know, of course, that but our friends, of course, who you already know about over at Liberty Locksmith, they sponsor our 
regular patriotic series on Memorial Day and Veterans Day and other patriotic programs we do throughout the year. But today I want to let you know that Liberty Locksmiths is a family-owned business which has served Central Florida since 1999 and is known for their professionalism and trustworthiness. Licensed, bonded, and insured, Liberty Locksmiths has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and Angie's List. And at Liberty Locksmiths, they have technicians on call at all times, 24-7-365, including holidays. Find out more at libertylocksmiths.com. Now let's go back to, let's go to Tom Dorman. And Tom, thank you for coming over to join us. It's great to see you again. Thank you very much, Roger. Appreciate it. <clears throat> you know, the thing that, the reason I want to highlight and celebrate this 50th anniversary of Apocalypse so much is I know the impact that it's made in my life. And as I've um, you've shared with you off the year, it didn't really hit me. I, that was one of the things I've thought about and kind of given some thought to is is you know, why, why that why that's the case. And, and for some reason, I was kind of thinking that might be a bit of an individual or almost somewhat of a unique thing that those days and, and that experience was so impactful. But one thing I've learned from this 50th anniversary celebration and the little reunion that's going to be taking place is that it's not just me. It was hundreds, if not thousands of other guys in our community. And, and that makes me even feel better about it. And, and also has have a, a sense of, of gravity and, and magnitude for, for just what a powerful experience this is and what a powerful organization a popular little league has and what a, a powerful impact that is made in the community. Yeah, Roger, first of all, I want to thank you for the taking the time and the initiative to promote this uh, historic uh, event and what it means today. It took a lot of hours and a lot of time for you to prepare this, and we want to thank you because you've worked diligently to uh, promote this, and you won't ever get enough thanks for it, but I wanted to personally thank you for doing that. Yeah, it goes back into the early days, 1967, 68, I was fortunate enough to uh, be in a popka at that time and always loved sports, as we've talked about in the past. But it gives, gives me an oppor- gave me an opportunity to be a part of the original uh, formation of the, the Little League. I mean, we even had some games prior to us getting a charter in 1967. And we thought then, once we were involved in the Little League and the competitiveness and the... Uh, overall program the next thing for us to do was see if we couldn't get a charter and robert Pittman and myself were sort of involved at that particular time with the team and uh that other people that showed real strong uh support of those times were jimmy usler as you've mentioned earlier and uh jug anderson <clears throat> they were very instrumental in the formation of these things other people as well not only them but uh, those two specifically and we look back and think uh, certainly it would be nice to have some of those still alive to be able to be at this particular uh, event. Fortunately, uh, it appears God's given me the uh, longevity that I can still be around for a while, and uh, I'm enjoying the opportunity to celebrate this event. Uh, many of our past uh, involved people have passed on, and then some are just not in the area anymore. Robert Pittman's still alive, and he's up in the Alabama area. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's great, and 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 I'm, I've enjoyed uh, my opportunity. As I indicated before, we when we started, we had one little league field across there from Edwards Field, 
It was for baseball. It was for softball. The only field in town. And then uh, as we began to grow, we were needing more facilities, and I was fortunate enough to be uh, involved uh, with uh, Betty Daniels at the Recreations Department in the city of Apopka and also took the initiative to go to the school board, <clears throat> Orange County School Board, and, and ask them could we use that north portion of uh, Dream Lake Elementary Playground for our Little League expansion, and they concurred and said yes, we could do that. So they did it uh, with the corporation of the city of Apopka and Little League to give permission for those fields to be built there. And I think there was four fields at the time and poor lighting to begin with, but eventually had great lighting. So that was really the start of getting the promotion of the Little League going in Apopka. And I was proud to just be a part of it, to see it progress to what it is today. And as you've already mentioned about the, the winning the U.S., title, uh, which was phenomenal, and it has created over the years many, many uh, kids growing into adults and looking back and, and being appreciative. I, I I run into kids frequently. I say kids. I run into adults. They used to be kids. They're all, they're all, we're all men now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they'll say, hey, coach, and it really makes you feel good because they remembered you as their coach. So uh, it's really been fun to participate. I'm glad I'm still around to do it. And, and, you know, that's what I reflect. The thing that really stands out to me now that I really want to get across and big motivation for doing these programs to celebrate the 50th anniversary of a popular league is just the um, the impact that people such as yourself, the original group of guys that got it going, made and what a positive um, you know, impact they made in, certainly in my life and, and, and the lives of so many others. And, and you shudder to think about you stop and think, well, gee, what would have happened if there was no Apopka Little League? And I can tell you, speaking for one, and I know it's not just me, which I, I'm learning that right now when I see Facebook blowing up with, with excitement over this, but um, my life would have been significantly worse, if you will. <laughs> my life has been significantly better in many respects because Apopka Little League existed. And if it hadn't have been for Popka Little League, um, it would have been significantly uh, less. So I, that's one thing that's a powerful motivator to me. But the point I want to make about it is it's because of, of you, people like you know, Mr. Jimmy Usler, you know, my co- my wonderful coach, um, Jug Anderson, the Pittmans, you know, Robert and Ben Pittman, and you know, Bill Smith came along you know, you know, shortly after that. Just a, a long list of people, and I want to make sure that really above and beyond anything else, we um, acknowledge them and um, certainly the, the ones that were there when, when I came along. And it later in later generations, people like Bill Cook have come along and carried the ball. Now Scott Garland is carrying it, and, and that's one of the great parts about the story. It wasn't just something that came along, happened for a generation or for a few years, and then dissipated and went away, which is kind of the norm of things. This Apopka Little League continues to perpetuate itself and even get better, uh, even the point where you know we talk about we're so still so proud of the 2001 United States champions. Um, what you know, one of their one of their coaches, the assistant coach Bobby Brewer, was a, a product of Apopka Little League. Exactly, and uh, this gives me a chance to mention of another great person who's been very successful and also gives back, and that's Bill Ferguson, and of course he's well known now as the operator of a large franchisee of Papa John's Pizza franchises, which include, certainly not limited to, but includes the Apopka North franchise. And Bill Ferguson was um, supports Apopka in numerous ways. He supports Apopka Blue Darter football generously. 
And of course, his dad, he was, he, he's another example of that generational thing. Bill was a player on the Tigers back in my era. Um, and uh, going back, he went, he goes back to 1970, I believe. And his father, you know, Mr. Ferguson was one of the coaches for his team, the Tigers. Right. And speaking of giving back and people that contribute, um, had disproportionately, uh, in terms of their giving, Shrin Yeager at State Farm Insurance. Of course, Shrin Yeager is pleased to support a popular little league for 50 years of outstanding service. And for all of your insurance needs, I encourage you to give Shrin Neighbor a call. Shrin Yeager is your good neighbor that you can trust. Now, and of course, you know, Shrin, we'll be having him on sometime in the near future, uh, kicking and screaming because he doesn't like to, but uh, very humble. But of course, he's um, a big um, supporter of the Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center and was instrumental in her being awarded the Paul Harris Fellowship um, uh, recently. Now, and Tom, I'd like to just go back here in the last in the minute or so before we go, and then we're looking forward when we come back. We'll be joined. We look looking forward to being joined by Rod Brewer, Rodney Brewer, who of course is well known as a former first baseman with the St. Louis Cardinals, but better known around here as an All-American baseball player at Florida, even started some games at quarterback for the Gators uh, back in the day in the 80s. Another product of the Apopka Little League and a, a, a fellow who went from Apopka Little League to the big leagues, and we look forward to having him share a little bit about his story on our program today. And before we go to our break, though, I want to let you know that Dr. Richard Petrilli salutes Apopka Little League for 50 years of outstanding service to the Apopka community. Dr. Richard Petrilli is also pleased to celebrate over 20 years of exceptional service to the Apopka area. Dr. Richard Petrilli voted number one for providing extraordinary care for extraordinary patients. You can find out more at PetrilliMD.com. Glad you're joining us. Listen to a special edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show presented by Florida Door Solutions. And of course, if you have garage door problems, you can get those solved by going to FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com or give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. We'll be right back. This is my Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Central Florida's connection to news, views, and interviews. Important to you. And this is my turn. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. I'm especially glad you're joining us today. Have we have a very special program saluting 50 years of Apopka Little League, one of the outstanding organizations, not only in Florida, in, in Apopka, Central Florida, Florida, it's in the world, literally. And that's the reason we want to share this with you, is that, as I said before, it's rare in life that experiences are so positive and so impactful that they endure for decades and for generations. The Apopka Little League is one such institution, and we're pleased to share just a few of the many success stories and accomplishments with you. And the, the main thing, the core of it all, is making a positive impact in the lives of, of youngsters and also making a positive impact in youngsters that grew up to, in the lives of youngsters who grew up to be adults and, and that continues to be a positive impact. We're joined in the studio by Tom Dorman, who was instrumental in helping get a popular league started and actually served as one of the coaches for the Pirates back in the day. And in a moment, we'll be joined by Rod Brewer, who's the only popular leaguer to go all the way from the little leagues to the big leagues, former St. Louis Cardinals first baseman, Rod Brewer, not to mention all-American first baseman for the Florida Gators. Before we go to back to Tom and, and are joined by Rod Brewer, I want to let you know about the best-kept secret in Apopka. That's Cafe Verona. 
Cafe Verona, settled on a quiet back street in a great old-school neighborhood in Apopka, is bringing the table back to dining. Meals prepared fresh daily. Great fresh salads and great pizza, pasta, subs, outstanding wings, plus all of your Italian favorites. Stromboli, calzones, could go on and on. Served in an intimate, quiet setting. In fact, you can bring your own beer and wine to Cafe Verona. That's Cafe Verona, downtown Apopka's only Italian restaurant. Dine in, take out, or get it delivered. Open seven days a week till 10 p.m. Go by and visit Bridget today and tell her Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now let's go to, in our program, highlighting 50 years of Apocalypse League presented by Florida Door Solutions. Let's go to Rod Brewer. Rod, thank you for joining us. Hi, great to be here. You know, Rod, last time I think you joined us on the radio, it was back at the wonderful reunion that Sammy Smith put together of your 1983 um, Football, Popka Blue Daughter football team, the first undefeated, untied team in school history. And so it's great to speak to you now, um, which I think is a little bit, uh, it speaks to the, the magnitude of your career. We're talking about a completely different sport, and we're talking about more achievements of, of Rod Brewer. So it's, it's great to have you joining us today to talk baseball. Yeah, it'll be good to be here. <laughs> now, uh, right, I, I, one of the things I think is fascinating about, about your story is you're the guy, I mean, I, mean I, I would say probably, certainly myself, and I would say most, and I would say probably all, every kid who ever played a Popka Little League or in Little League in any town, probably aspired to play Major League Baseball. And of all the kids that have played in Apopka Little League, you're the guy that did it. And can you just tell us a little bit about, about your journey? Uh, well, I mean, starting with Apopka Little League, and we started down there on the, the Edwards Field area when the Little League first began, you know, up in a little field that was off to the side there. We're now where our Orange County playgrounds at. Uh, I remember playing there. That's where I first began before we moved up to the one there off of Rock Springs Road across from the funeral home and the post office. Um, I remember being young there just trying to make a team and just have some fun. Uh, as it went further along, you know, with the instruction that you get and the environment that you're in with the pocket little league and the coaches and doing all the things that we were doing, you just start, you know, developing skills, having, you know, good times out there, meeting a lot of people, a lot of good people, uh, that go on what we do. We, we developed a great high school baseball team, uh, there to pocket through the pocket little league program, but we all came through it. Uh, so that's a, that's a credit to a pocket little league, uh, that, you know, to get you started and further your career as far as you can go. Um, Went from there to Gainesville, where I had great seasons there at Florida. Uh, had some great times there. You know, times you cherish being in college, being in Gainesville, uh, being a Gator. Um, and then started my career with St. Louis in 87 and, and battled through the issues of going up. Had my first time actually up in 1990 and then had my stays up in 92 and 93. Took an adventure over to Japan, Taiwan, Mexico. So I played baseball up into the 2000s. Now, Rod, can you, it seemed like as, as I followed your career, I remember some of your outstanding games at high school. In fact, I remember one game, I believe against Lake Mary, who was our big rival back in those days in both football and, and ba- baseball. Uh, you think you pitched a no-hitter and hit a home run to win the game. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. in extra innings, if I, if, I got it, if I remember it correctly. But yeah. uh, I mean, that's kind of the stuff, you, that was the kind of thing you were doing um, in your high school career. But it also seemed like you continued to get better Um I mean, is that an accurate statement? Because you know, we we all see guys that that, are, that excel at the high school level in football, baseball, other sports, and then they, you know, they they don't they don't continue to have that level of success. You went up to Florida, and you know, were an all American there. If you even had a better, possibly career at Florida than you than you had at at um at a Popkin, then you went up, you know, battled through the minor leagues and made it to the majors. And can, can you just talk about that progress of 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 um you know continuing to to improve? Well, I, I think when you get through it, it's about the people that you have around you. Um, I, I was a fairly talented kid coming up through high school, um, but I, I think what you're what you get into as a coaching around. I had a I had a brother who coached me all the way through. You guys will probably talk about it here a little bit. If you want to talk about Little League, uh, Bobby Brewer, but you know 
he, he was instrumental in most of the stuff that I did going through and, and working at it. When you get to the next levels, you know, the, the, the talent goes up. I mean, the pool gets better everywhere around. So you're either going to stay the same or you're going to achieve upwards. And a lot of times the hard work that you've got to put in. I know when I was in Gainesville, you know, I was the first guy there, last guy to leave. And I, I did the same thing all the way through my career uh, playing baseball. Uh, you've got to put the work in. I think uh, one of the things that people miss, I think, the most about baseball is the mentality of it uh, because it is a very tough game. A lot of people have physical physical attributes that, that really work for you. Uh, but the mentality of being able to compete at a high level against guys that are very, very talented, the concentration levels and your desire to, to achieve has to be very high. I was taught that from a very early age with my brother. Um, and then, you know, through Sonny Wise, I think those those moments there in Little League coming through with my brother in high school with those guys, you, you put yourself in a mode of training and learning that your mentality is always about achieving more. And I think you have to be there in the, in the games of sports to actually go high in what you want to do. We're speaking with Rod Brewer. He's in a popular little leaguer. He's one of the many success stories of a popular little league. In fact, he made it all the way to the major leagues with the St. Louis Cardinals. And I'm glad you mentioned your brother Bobby, Rod, because, you know, once we start thinking about, you know, in addition to just the wonderful experience a popular little league is and, and the wonderful experiences and memories it gave so many of us, there's been tremendous accomplishments at a popular little league. And you and your brother Bobby are, are, are two different examples of those one of incredible accomplishments. You going on to Florida, having your outstanding career there as an All-American, then making going to the major leagues. Bobby, um, you know, playing a popular little league as a player, going on, becoming an adult, becoming a coach, and coming back and being one of the coaches on the on the team that made it that won the United States Championship and made it to the to the World Series. So, I mean, the, the, both of you guys have have had tremendous. You know, accomplishments related to a popular little league in two separate arenas, and I think that's phenomenal, and that's why I'm very pleased to have you to to, to share a little bit about that, that with us today. And can you talk about reflect back to your little league days? And you know, one of the things I think about back in those days was just how intensely competitive it was, um, and I mean that in a positive way, not in a negative way. How much everybody cared, how much the kids cared about beating their their kids, their 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 the other teams because we all went to school together. You see the the guy the next day at, at school, or and and how passionate the coaches were about it. Can, can, was it that way when you were playing? And, and can you just talk a little bit about your days as a player in in the little league at a pocket? Oh yeah, I, guess, I mean I remember when I first went out for little league. Um, I was seven years old when I got to little league, and I was going out to you know first time I ever played, or somebody went there, and I actually got cut. Uh, <laughs> for the first team I was on, I was like, "Okay, this is not working out too well." Uh, but it, it, it gave you drive. I mean, I, you know, I, I got cut. It was I was trying to go for the major thing, judging because time frame got put down to the minors. I went down there and, and played, and you got to meet all your friends for the first time. And going, actually, I played some shortstop when I first started playing. I'm left-handed, uh, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. But you know, then you start developing, then you get to the majors where you know when I because I, we went from the uh, the twins. You know, I, we were the twins back then. In the big time, and when I got started there, you know, you start looking at your at your hometown heroes. You know, who was great then? Well, back in the day when I was growing up, there, you know, everybody talks about Keith Fisher. You know, Keith Fisher was the guy. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, you got to be like Keith Fisher was. So my whole goal was to try and be better than Keith Fisher. Was. So that was kind of my whole ticket as we were going through is to, is to do that. So you're always trying to achieve something. Then as we as we moved up, of course, we moved over to the the, the new one that was over there where the water treatment plant's at, and you know those fields are open and. Then you turn around, we go senior lead. You know, I'm playing for Bobby Manley, you know, who's a big name here in the pocket for Little League and Pop Warner football. So now you're, you're playing under another great coach that you're under that's, that's got great ties into the city of the pocket. And the competition level was enormous because, you know, th- these guys know each other. you got kids on teams, and they worked us like crazy. I mean, it was, 
you know, we had three, four, five practices a week. It's, you know, blocked up down a little, you two practices, one practice. Uh, we're practicing every day, you know, because you got to beat the other team. And the camaraderie and everything of the close community back then is really what to me brought a pop to where it is today as being a sports, just, you know, phenomena for athletes. And, and that's where we're at. And it started back in those days because of the competition levels between coaches and players that it was such a high thing. We're going to get to try being, we're all working so hard to get better, which of course, you know, drives the athletic force. And that's created what the Apopka atmosphere is today, which I think is a humongous uh, sports arena here in Apopka when you look out across Orange County or even the state of Florida. Uh, the, the sporting arena is, is great here because of that competition. And competition instills greatness in people for athletes. Yeah, that's a great point, and that's a great point that I wanted to make is that the Apopka Little League has done so many things. One of the numerous hundreds, thousands of accomplishments that it's had, just in addition to the intrinsic value of the experience, it's helped to build. It's been an integral component into building a phenomenal sports culture, especially at Apopka High School and in the Apopka community. Apopka Little League has been a uh, an indispensable and a, a major catalyst for that and a major component to that and you know it's funny rod i i didn't know you know what your experience had had been like when i asked you that question about little league but and i didn't realize that bobby manley had been your coach so i i had to chuckle tom saw me smiling as you're talking because as i expressed at the show last night one of the things my most vivid memories is just how incredibly incompetitive these games were i've never done anything in my life that was more competitive than some of these these games well every game that we had um at little league many of them i remember top of the mind awareness you know, coach jug anderson uh, you know my coach jimmy oh, yeah. esler um you know robert Pittman, of course and robert and ben Pittman. i mean these were competitive men i mean they were out to win and um but i and i mean that in all nothing but positive i was a great learning venue you know a great learning experience to prepare you for life and it, 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 i just had to chuckle on that your experience uh, obviously if you had bobby manley for a coach your experience was was, was exactly the same way well yeah and you talk about jug anderson you know my brother grew up best friends with uh his son and and thing is i go over to jug's house and we do different stuff because jug lived right next to the, the, the new fields that got built there they were new then and, and jug would always yell at me because i was a pitcher back then a little bit too and he go, you got to make sure you had a sleeve on. Make sure you're wearing sleeves every time you throw. And he'd come out to our practices, and you know everybody knew who Jug was. Everybody knew what he had done and what a great coach he was. I mean, it's just the, the camaraderie that you get from all the old to the new to the to the you know area that, that has always been involved in little league and the community environment. You can go around today, even when I go around. Yeah, you know, I played in the big leagues and I played in Florida, but a lot of times you're around in the pop, and we're talking more about some of our little league days, or senior league days, or high school days compared to some of your 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 your, your Gators or or St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, just remembering those times, like I said, the camaraderie that gets created and the friendships and the building of the citizens of Apopka and the people in Apopka is huge because of Apopka Little League. It creates a lot of you know, goodness that, that comes to the city of Apopka. Absolutely. Well, thanks for being here to share a little bit about with us, Rod, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Yes, sir. Rod Brewer, the Apopka Little Leaguer that made it all the way to the big leagues. And as we learned, it started all with him getting cut at seven years old and getting sent down to the minors. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll continue to be joined by Tom Dorman on today's special Roger Franklin Williams show tribute to the 50th anniversary of Apopka Little League presented by Florida Door Solutions. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And welcome back to our special presentation, paying tribute to the 50th anniversary of Apopka Little League. Hope you're enjoying our program today. Tom Dorman is joining us in the studio for the entire show. He was instrumental in helping uh, build Apopka Little League, get it off to a great start. 
in addition to many of the other accomplishments he's had, the major impact he had on Orlando Magic coming to town a few years later in his career, getting their first arena built. Um, as we've heard, Tom was instrumental in getting uh, the ball fields, that Dream Lake field, um, secured, that we, kids could use to play those, and Papa Lily could, could have those to for the practice fields, and kids could play on. And um, many, many kids spent many, many years um, of just pure fun, thanks to those fields being there, and thanks to Tom Dorman. In fact, it was great to hear Bill Ferguson talk about that last night. In fact, he, he lived in that neighborhood. And it was funny, if Tom, it's funny to to hear the recollections of Rod Brewer, which I'd like to talk about in a minute, and the recollections of Bill Ferguson last night, which mirror a lot of my personal reflections. And these are things that I just you know, kind of thought maybe these are just unique to me. I remember all the wonderful times I had on the, the, the ball fields at Dream Lake. They were an instrumental part of my life, a positive part. And it, it, it's gratifying to hear. You know, it, it, I remember the incredibly intensely competitive nature of a popular little league in terms of the, the games. And it's great to hear Rod Brewer who talk about the same exact thing, and he actually came with a generation different than mine. So uh, these are um, this kind of validates why I wanted to do this show because it, it, it shows the impact that this organization has had in a, in a real tangible way in the, in the life of so many people. Oh, absolutely. Uh, when he mentioned uh, he first tried out for the Little League in the little field across from Edwardsville, the only little field we had, and we've talked about that earlier. But uh, that little start there really has uh, generated uh, a, a lot of individuals uh, not only to the uh, same that Rodney was able to do with his career, and congratulations went go out to him for his career at high school, University of Florida, and then the St. Louis Cardinals. <clears throat> but more on the local level, there's a lot of kids that have uh, become adults, never were really good enough to play after their uh, little league uh, time, but it helped them to have activities during that time that they grow up to be a meaningful citizen to the city of Apopka. And that's a great point, is that you don't have to be a great player. And, and that's one point that um, Bill Ferguson made last night and, and Scott Garland made as well. And is and I think that's one of the integral parts of Little League. It's about the opportunity to participate, the opportunity to be on a team. For many kids, Little League is the first time they have they are in a team environment, that they learn how to be a teammate, um, learn what it means to be a part of a team. And, uh, and so, yeah, yeah if, if you're good enough to be Rodney Brewer and also have the kind of work ethic he had, of course, to, to make it to the big leagues, that's great. And it's something we celebrate and we're, yeah. we're very, very proud of. Um, but you don't have to be that. You could be an average player. You could be a below average player. You could be not very good. And you can still have a great experience in, in, in Little League. And that's, that's the point of the whole thing. And that's the beauty of it. Exactly. Uh, the ones that were not specifically or really good in, in the athletic field, they learned a lesson being a part of a team, and then I know a number of people who never accomplished anything other than the Little League, but have accomplished a great deal in their life because they've been business people. They've they've fit into the system. They've become professional. They went on to go to college. They got an education, and they've been in the insurance business. They've been in uh, the retail business. So it was a start, and it really created in those youngsters a desire to go forward and go further than just what they were doing right there. And, you know, it's a tribute to Papa Little League because it has produced an awful lot of successful people in other fields other than athletics. And and that's a great point, Tom, in that the things that they learned, even though not being a great athlete, not being a great ball player, not even really aspiring to, to play ball, maybe even never play ball after Little League, things that they learned in Little League like goal setting, teamwork, discipline, accountability, managing your time, uh, 
respect for authority, all those kinds of things help them to go on and to be successful in, in other areas of their, of their life and, oh. and, and in their adult life. Oh, yeah, because I know right now a number of people. Well, as a matter of fact, I have a nephew, Bill Dorman, Billy Dorman. He, he participated in athletics. He wasn't the greatest star that ever was, but he turned out to be a great young man. He went ahead to finish his education, graduated from uh, Lakeland High School, then went to the uh, Florida State University, uh, and now he's a great Seminole fan. But he also has been in the insurance business in Lakeland, Florida, for all these years and has accomplished a great deal. And uh, But he's coming up tonight, I think, for the celebration because it was part of uh, growing up. It was part of being a team. You may not be the star, but you were a participant, and you were one of the members of the team. And then that's another beauty of it, the, the camaraderie and the, and the rivalry of it. And um, passionate, passions that, that remain and, and you know, the memories of which remain to this day. And, and, the, and they're wonderful, positive memories. And it gives me an opportunity to mention waste management and the role that they play. In fact, if you go out to the, the fields at Northwest Recreation, you're going to see big sign, Bill Bigboard, billboard from waste management. And that's because waste management believes healthy, thriving communities depend on involved citizens, organizations, and corporate partners for momentum, which is why waste management strives to be part of the communities they serve. Waste management is proud to support Apopka Little League's 50th anniversary celebration. Go Apopka Little League on behalf of waste management. Appreciate the many things that waste management does to support our community as well. Well, we're in our final moments of our program, um, highlighting a 50th anniversary of Apopka League presented by Florida Door Solutions. I want to a couple more points I want to make before we go with Tom Dorman, and we'll go back to reflect on the very early days. And, you know, speaking of that, one thing I think is instrumental that Rod Brewer talked about is in addition to the participation aspect, uh, just the inherent learning experiences, popular leagues impacted the community in, in a positive way and other, other ways. And one of those is that it's really helped uh, to – to be a big part of this sports culture of Popka, this outstanding, winning, uh, excellent sports culture of Popka has. And, you know, my father was an instrumental part of that, Roger A. Williams. And one of the things I think is interesting there is that, you know, in addition to playing a role in, in the creation of a Popka Little League, um, my father, Roger A. Williams, came to Popka in 46, the same year that you did, Tom Dorman. Right. And one thing I do want to mention while we're getting things on the historical record is that one of his major, um, he came as a principal of a Popka High School, of course. Uh, after World War II, after serving in World War II, is he wanted to build Apopka High School and Apopka into a strong sports culture. He wanted to build that sports culture. He wanted Apopka Athletics to stand for excellence and to, and to be something where kids, maybe kids in, you know, Apopka at that time was a rural community. It wasn't your academic community. It wasn't your affluent community. It was a, it was a, a rural working class community, much like it is even today. And you know, the point is a lot of kids didn't really have great background in education. Most kids' parents certainly didn't go to college. Many of them never even finished high school. My, my point being is that but, – but he knew as a principal he had to reach those kids somehow. You know, And um, sports was an excellent way to do it. Sports rescued many, many guys. And I know you and I could sit here and, and name guys. <laughs> we won't do it. Yeah. But if it hadn't been for football, if it hadn't been for baseball or basketball, at a popular high school, they would, their life would have taken a completely different direction. No question about it. They uh, <clears throat> They would have – uh, not accomplished a great deal, but today, and I remember coming, uh, and he was a great, great principal of Apopka High School, and uh, of giving great accolades over the time that he was there. Uh, one of the things that also you talked about him being interested in sports, and I don't think it's been mentioned, but uh, your father served many years as the president at that time of the Florida High School Activities Association uh, in Gainesville, and he was the the big chief there, and uh, 
that just goes to show that he not only liked Apopka, but he was also interested in all the educational systems throughout the state of Florida and giving that time in his life to serve as the president of the FHSAA. And uh, so he, Roger was a great man, and I loved him dearly, and I um, learned a lot from him, became an adult under him, and probably accomplished a great deal because of his influence in my life. And I think it's interesting you all came to Apopka at the same time, 1946, his love of athletics um, and, and your love of athletics and how you flourished as an athlete. You were one of those people, one of those young men that, that came up into that, that athletic program and, and, and flourished in football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, it was a great opportunity for me, and I give thanks to, to Mr. Williams for encouraging me and all the others at that time to uh, get involved and participate and uh, make Apopka a great place in which to live. And then, of course... Um, you were another one of those that didn't stop there. You, as an adult, you came back and then helped other generations, including myself, come along by devoting your time as a coach and a supporter. And that's that's a big part of the story of, of Apopka, um, Apopka Little League. Uh, just like a generation later, somebody like Bill Cook moves to town. Right. He gets involved. He gives back. Bill Ferguson, who was a Apopka native, right. he continues to give back. And it's it's a wonderful story of, of a continuing success. And one, one point I wanted to make quickly is that um, – I thought about when Rod Brewer was talking, he was talking about Bobby Manley, and of course he was one that my father was very inf- influential in his life, and um, a great athlete and a popular great football player, and of course his, his son, Robbie, was a police chief for many years, but the thing that stands out about Mr. Usler, Mr. Anderson, um, the Pittmans, you know, those coaches back from my era, Don Heller, of course, um, it w- was just um, two things, the, inten- the passion, the intensity, and but it's because they loved baseball. You know, the, the, it, it was... They were happy. They, they, they loved baseball and they loved kids. They were passionate about those two things. They had incredible passion about the game, uh, about being competitive with the game, but then also they were passionate about teaching kids and helping bring kids up the right way. Just like Rod Brewer was talking about Mr. Anderson after he had stopped coaching, still kind of hung around the, the practice field there and, and helped to coach up the kids and, and, and give them tips. And I remember him doing the same thing with me after I'd moved on from, from Little League. Yeah. The, the involvement uh, that people were willing to, uh, put themselves into, as you've said, over the 50 years, you can name, we've named a great many people today, but there's many, many more that have volunteered their time. And it's all volunteer work just to uh, watch kids develop, be a part of it, help them to grow up to be great adults. And we give tribute to all those people who have been a part of Little League. And we're looking forward to the many, many years coming that will have volunteers, as we've indicated, and as some have spoken on this program already. It's a great uh, tribute to Apopka, and I love Apopka very much, and it's been a great place and for which me to live and participate in. And thank you for being here with us today to, to share and document so much of it, and thank you for the great things you've done to help me and, and so many other kids in Apopka and, and now adults. As we close off, I want to give a, a shout-out of gratitude to my coach, Jimmy Usler. He, no kid had a better Little League coach, and uh, I think of him uh, very often. And think of him Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.